the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun, and every Wednesday I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. Quite a bit of big Vegas entertainment news going down this week, but nothing bigger than Tuesday's announcement that Celine Dion's new residency show, slated to be the opening performances at the Theater at Resorts World starting on November 5th, has been delayed due to her medical situation. Celine is being treated for severe muscle spasms that are keeping her from performing. You can find the latest on this development at LasVegasSun.com. So all of her shows at Resorts World stretching into February have been canceled at this time, and while New Las Vegas dates have not yet been announced. She is expected to come back to this new 5,000-seat theater. The question is when. Her world tour that was interrupted and postponed is still scheduled to resume in March of next year. That tour is pretty solidly booked in North America and Europe into late September 2022, so it could be a year before Celine returns to her Las Vegas residency. As I wrote about last week, Lady Gaga's residency has returned to Park MGM, and the venue where she performs just got a name change. It's now called Dolby Live, thanks to a partnership with the huge audio technology company. It also got a massive sound system upgrade earlier this year. And the other huge pop star residency at Dolby Live, from Bruno Mars, has New Year's Eve dates just announced this week. Bruno will be back on the Strip December 17th, 18th, 30th, and 31st. Another big New Year's Eve show just got announced at Virgin Las Vegas, and it's Lizzo. The singer and rapper will perform at the theater at Virgin for one night only to usher in 2022. For more info on all this week's residency, concert, and show announcements, including Smokey Robinson, Rod Stewart, Jason Isbell, and more, be sure to read my Thursday column, Curtain Up, every week at LasVegasSun.com. Another show postponed. This was announced late last week. Wayne Newton's comeback on the Las Vegas trip is going to be delayed a bit. Due to his health, he's working through a back injury, so he won't be performing at the Flamingo this month. As planned, we do expect an update on this show very soon. Now let's move on to a different residency that's making its sold-out debut next week at the Strat Theater. Well-known rock and roller Sammy Hagar is launching his show, Sammy Hagar and Friends, October 29th and 30th, and he's super excited to be playing his first residency show in this intimate venue. He's going to be transforming the place into a tropical paradise, like his annual Cabo Wobble birthday party concerts he holds in Mexico, and bringing lots of guest stars to the stage to perform along with his band, The Circle. Sammy planted one of his Cabo Wabo restaurants on the Strip a long time ago, and he's a big fan of Vegas in general, and he's planning to extend this residency into 2022, possibly at a different, bigger venue. I caught up with him a few weeks back at Cabo Wabo Planet Hollywood to sample some of his new cocktails, the sparkling rum ready-to-drink canned beverages known as Sammy's Beach Bar Cocktails. That's his latest business project. And he launched it in Las Vegas with a rooftop concert at Beer Park a while back. So we're going to start our convo on those cocktails and work our way into the residency. And quick warning, there's a bit of rock and roll language in this one. Here's my recent chat with Sammy Hagar. Doing this is a whole different ballgame than the 
successful spirit business that you already have going though, right? I mean, you know, first of all, I'm not going for the price points. I don't care. It's going to be a little more expensive uh, and I'll lower my profit margin to keep, to keep it competitive. But I'm using Sandwich Beach Bar Rum to start with, which is a high-end Puerto Rican rum. I'm not putting just... Got a distinct advantage. Yeah. So I really got in this business because I think I could do a better job. The same reason I got into tequila, same reason why I got into rum. I said, nobody makes a great white rum. Everybody just, they don't care. Just give me a rum and coke. I don't care what kind of rum. I'm going, I want to make a rum that's got a little more flavor that you can, uh, someone will call it out. Um, you know, you Sammy's, I want a Sammy's and Coke, you know, whatever. Uh, it, that didn't work, by the way. <laughs> Nobody calls out rum. They still say, give me a rum and Coke. So now i got to go beat people up to get my rum in a well so that when they order it, that's what they get. But anyway, but tequila was the first thing that I elevated. Back in tequila, when I came out with Cabo Wobble, there was Cuevo, Salsa, and some other rot gut stuff. And I made one of the first pure 100% agave, right? Same time as Patron came in, Don Julio came in third after that. They were already in Mexico, but I said, I can make better tequila than that. And I, and I did it, and it worked. And so then I decided to do the same thing with RTDs. And I wouldn't make, everyone said, why wouldn't you make tequila? And I said, because tequila is a margarita, is the greatest drink in the world. And I wouldn't lower it by putting it in a can because you're not going to use fresh lime in there. You're not going to use fresh anything. You're going to have rock gut tequila. So I didn't do it. I did it with rum instead, which is a mix of rums. Nobody drinks rum straight. Yeah. It's a, it's I don't a, think I've seen a lot of these. No, I, it's the first sparkling rum cocktail. <clears throat> so it's good. I like it. I'm in it's front. Real. I'm in front right now. It pops. You know, it's got the nice. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm using all. You know, like everything I do, I own it. I created it, all my own money. I'm not borrowing somebody else's money and taking on financial partners. I like to do it my own way, and nobody tell me what to do. And uh, it's kind of um, kind of the way I do it. So my only trouble I'm having is that everybody's getting in this business. The guys are spending like, oh, we're going to spend forty million this year on you know blah 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 on our brand, and I'm going, geez. Well, you were early in on you know celebrity spirits and stuff. Everybody's got something now, and you were really you kind of set that benchmark. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, I started making Cabo Wawa tequila. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm proud of that, but it cracks me up when I read somebody that says George Clooney started it. I'm going, oh really? It must be a really young guy writing that article. You've always had a, a presence here. You you always come through town whenever you're out on the road. You've got this place downstairs, of course. It's been there for quite a while. It's kind of an institution as, as far as like when you're walking down the strip, places that you're going to go to, everybody knows about it. Have you have you ever had a home here or, or considered doing that, especially yeah. the show coming up? I've considered honestly moving here for tax reasons. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that. Too. I hate to say that, but I'm quite honestly, you know, it's just like it's brutal living in California. But um, I, I'm a I'm a beach nut man. I, I live near the ocean. Every everywhere I live has got an ocean, and uh, I have to really. I just can't stand not having a big piece of water that I can walk on every day because that's that's kind of like my therapy I'm, in the afternoon I work I wake up in the morning you know and I work out and a little bit and, and then I you know do a bunch of phone calls and do my business maybe play a little music try to work on a song I'm working on uh, and then tell my wife honey let's go let's hit the beach I'm burned out you know the second I hit the wall and say you know I'm fucking done for today we go straight to the beach 
just go down there and walk on the beach all day. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to the walk on the beach because <laughs> you can take this down to the beach. It just it belongs on the beach. This is the beach. This is beach bar cocktails. <clears throat> so, you know, we just go for a big, long walk on the beach, come back and start thinking about dinner. It's like something about that ocean that allows me to grow old gracefully and to stay healthy and in shape and uh, rejuvenate. You know, a lot of musicians try to find solace in getting into the studio or at least writing and stuff like that. Did this time do that for you or did you focus on other things? COVID was impossible to write. It was such a negative time and it was such a disturbing, confusing time. I could not write a song. So the, my band, The Circle, we did that lockdown session where we did uh, co cover tunes and uh, eventually released a record on that. But um, all I got out of it was once I got used to not going out and working and not being around people, uh, not throwing parties at the gobble wobble and, you know, going playing music. I practiced a lot. I played, I played a lot of music around the house, but uh, I came up with all these freaking ideas. I came up with a cocktail idea, and I had time to work on it. Yeah. This is, I mean, this was a brainchild that it took two years almost to finish up. That's why it's just coming out now. I was working on this when there were only three RTDs out. That's how early I got in. And by the time it came out, there's about 300. So that's what COVID did, that whole lockdown thing did for me. It allowed me to really think about other ideas and really uh, perfect them. Uh, I'm not a perfectionist, and so normally I come up with the idea. I get a team together real quick. I say, let's do this. And we everybody throws in and gets it done. And I don't have to do everything. I just say, yeah, taste it, or, or I look at it, or I listen to it, whatever the project is. And I say, yeah, I like it, or I don't. No, that's not it. Let's keep working. So this guy, I was completely hands-on all the way. And I didn't even <clears throat> bring on any of my team until about six months ago when we started talking about the launch and I hired a CEO and I hired a head of sales and I and, you know got my manager involved and and I, I and so that's what I got out of that I said yes to a lot of things and I and I came up with a bunch of new uh, things that I wanted to do when it opened up you know I wanted to go play some shows I wanted to do some different kind of shows I wanted to do some things I've never done before I really got on that trip where you know, man, I want to go do something I've never done before. You know, uh, I don't even, I don't want to just go back to the same old grind. So I really kind of, I got a lot out of, uh, <clears throat> out of 2020. I did. I really did. I'm, I'm not happy about it, but I'm, I'm okay now as it's opening up. But um, I, I wrote, as soon as it was over, as soon as I went out and started doing shows again, I started writing songs like crazy. I finished a new album with Dave Cobb in, in Nashville. I just got back three days ago. And, I did a whole new record with my band, The Circle. I wrote nine songs, like in no time, great songs. And I think I'm gonna call the record Crazy Times because it's like we these crazy times now have created all kinds of songs, you know, talking about what happened, what should have happened, what didn't happen, you know. Um, <clears throat> so now it's a real creative time for me. It's very weird, very weird. And uh, most musicians I know, they couldn't write then yeah, either. I heard that a lot too. I couldn't believe it. All my buddies, I'm saying, hey, man, you must be writing up a storm. Toby Keith, Sambo, I can't write a fucking song saying that song. <laughs> well, does the, uh, your residency show at the Strat, does that feel like something that you haven't done before beyond yeah. the fact that it's a Vegas a Vegas yeah. thing? I know you're really going to take that room over and transform it into a, to the a whole different atmosphere. Yeah. 
Well, there's a good example of what what 2020 did for me. I start thinking, what do I want to do? Let's do a Vegas residency. You know, if I can't go out and <clears throat> tour as much, you know, some t- cities were shut down. I knew Vegas was starting to look like it was going to open up pretty early. I snagged it before somebody else did. You know, that room was taken, and we just got those six shows, those three weekends. But I, um, uh, you know, next year I'm going to, I want to, I want to, I want a, I want a residency here about. I want at least two weekends a month. Yeah. I want to count the way I want to do it. Some certain place. Probably going to need a bigger place, but God, my buddies over at the Strat, they're doing me so right. I mean, they allowed us to... Got a good team over there. Man, they're awesome. They really allowed us to come in and say, what do you guys want to do? I want to do this. Okay. You know, it's like, wow, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about having a new record. I'm excited about getting to go out and play shows again. I'm excited about this cocktail, which... I, this is the most exciting project I've had since Cabo Wawa Tequila because I was so early on that. Like, that was the first guy to ever do that. I didn't know what I was doing, but it was so much fun. You know, walking into a bar and seeing your 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 booze on the back bar, it's like, oh, my God. You know, it's just so exciting. <clears throat> so this stuff, because I created it during a downtime, I had nothing else to do, and I just focused. I'm so proud of it. I feel more... I feel closer to this than any of uh, my other brands that I've created. You know, I mean, I created Santo. I did it mostly by myself. Brought Guy in and, and, and made the Mesquila. That's that's a big deal to me, too, because that's original. <clears throat> so I like I like doing things that say, no, 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 nobody can do this. This is like some fresh brand new shit. I'm not copying nobody. I'm out there digging the trench. You know what I mean? I'm paving the road for everybody. Okay, oh, you guys, give me a minute here. <laughs> I'm four-wheeling right now. <laughs> I'll get this road all paved up. All you got to do is drive down and collect the money. Don't worry. You know, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I know the show, I mean, sold out kind of in record time, which is, uh, didn't really surprise me because uh, not just the room, but like in my time writing about shows and residencies in Las Vegas, we know the ones that work are the ones that bring people from out of town specifically for that show and artists that really know how to you know give their give their fans what they want and like that's that's your thing that's what you do my fans them redheads I love them to death I would I'll say it again I've said it when I left Van Halen I said I don't once once I established the Wobblers you know I said I don't care if I have one new fan for the rest of my life I will never lose ones I got and I'm that's my work ethic. I want to make those people so happy. I want to take them all the way to the finish line. That's just my philosophy. Every The drinks I make for them, the cocktails I make, the music I make for them, um, anything I do, I, I do it for them. You know? And uh, I make a great living, and I just... I just kind of spend it on on my lifestyle for, for for my fans, and you know I create places like Cobble Wobble. I want, I want to make sure this food's good. No, we're over there, got five or ten dishes. I'm going to hey, what's what's going on? Make sure the food's still good. It's really important to me. You know, I I shut two places down in my life because the food wasn't up to par, and the guys in management wasn't doing the right job, and I shut them out. I said no, boom, this is done. I can have my fans write me letters. <clears throat> say, oh my God, I went there, it was terrible, they got treated like shit, boom, they're done, close place down. Yeah. Uh, a guy was telling the story yesterday, I was doing a radio with, uh, day before yesterday, with Eddie Trunk. I was doing a, talking about my cocktails, and he said, 
he was telling the fans that were listening to his show, this live interview, he goes, he goes, this guy, he goes, I was walking down the street in Vegas one time, <clears throat> past the Cobble Wobble, and they were playing some dance music. And I, he said, it's a rock and roll place, you know, Sammy's place, you expect to hear rock and roll. And he goes, and I called Sammy from there, and he said, and while I was talking to him, he said, I hung up the phone, I told him about it, hung up the phone, no sooner turned around, the music went, and all of a sudden I heard Aerosmith. <laughs> now I really want to keep my fans happy, so the thing at the Strat, I know the room's great. I went and looked at it first. I looked at every room in this damn town that was available, and uh, I wanted small to start with. I want to see how it works. <clears throat> my fans come, like I said, the redheads, they come from all over the world, and uh, I thought, you know, you want them to be at a place like Vegas or Cabo San Lucas, you know, where you can have a good time. Yeah. It ain't just about coming to my show and then being bummed out. Oh my God, you know, I've got nothing to do. What am I going to do? You come to Cabo, you just hang on the beach all day, come see me play at night, eat some great food, have some great tacos, go back to your room, wake up in the morning, back on the beach. You know, that's that's living. Yeah. And so, you know, I, the, the experience of Vegas, there's no town like this. There's, you can't some, find something to do in this town. You're either broke or you're in a real bad mood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you touch on different decades, different eras of your career and stuff like that? Oh, I put it all in one night. We just, we, I've got about probably 250 songs that the circle knows, and we play about 20 a night. And we just bang, 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 bang. Every night we're starting to really change it up. And the residency was the reason why this year, when, the, when things open up, we start doing shows again, everybody's, the fans are all jacked up. Oh, I want to see the set list. Oh, what's the set list going to be? Because we've been changing it now because I'm saying, I'm getting ready for a residency. Nobody's going to hear the same thing twice, you know. A lot of fans bought every night they could. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like for instance, one night I'm going to come out and play Van Halen for an hour. I'm just going to come out and play a bunch of, you know, Van Halen stuff for an hour. And then we'll say, well, what are we going to do now? Okay, now we just start cherry picking. You know, I want to play a mantra. Soon. Ah, fuck it, let's play. Let's play a Beatles song. You know, it'll be like that. Then another night I'll come on. I'll just play Montrose for, for thirty-five. Montrose only got thirty-five minutes of music. That <laughs> <laughs> first time I had four songs. But you know, we just play a bunch of Montrose. Uh, that's the way I want to do it. I want to theme it every night. And then one night I'm bringing the Wobbles in. Uh, probably the second weekend I'm gonna bring the Wobbles, and we and what we throw the party. And now it's gonna be like okay. You know, Shaka Doobie, all the deep tracks, a lot of old Hagar, you know, Red Era, uh, with, with uh, the Wabos. You know, so I'm going to really mix it up. Um, Trace Cusano's a band that only played in Cabo. Michael Anthony, myself, and David Lauser, uh, trio. We'll open up with that one night and bring Vic out later. And, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have a good time. That's a, I can't wait for the residency, to be honest with you, because I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. And I don't know who's going to show up. Every, everybody that has ever been to the Cabo Wobble, they all said, dude, man, what's with the residency? You're like, are you going to have, you know, can we come and hang out? Can we come and play? Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, so. That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Sun on the Strip. Thank you for joining me. Special thanks to Sammy Hagar and everybody over at The Strat uh, for this week's conversation. Good luck finding tickets to see Sammy Hagar and friends at the Strat. Those six shows this year are sold out, but hey, you might have a chance. To find past episodes of this show, go to lasvegasun.com slash podcast. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next week. Take care.